Hi there and welcome to Abroad with Care, the 10-minute podcast that makes health easy for expats in Asia. My name is Andrea and every day I help expats make the most of their life abroad. With this podcast, you will finally get the practical answers you need on budgets, hospitals, maternity and many more topics. Twice a month, leading experts will share advice and tips to help you protect yourself and your family. This podcast is created in partnership with April International, a leading insurance services group supporting expats when it matters. Let's face it, healthcare bills in Asia can quickly add up. If you're currently living as an expat in Asia, you might have already experienced this yourself. In this second episode, we want to give you improving tips and tricks to avoid any bad surprises and help you to optimize your health budget. For this reason, I'm very excited to introduce our expert of the day, Luke Hickey. Luke is the General Manager of Health and Employee Benefits at Pacific Prime, a leading global brokerage firm. But first, let's listen to Pedro's story. Pedro moved from Europe to Singapore three years ago. and When he arrived, he had no idea that the healthcare system was so different and so expensive. I arrived about two and a half years ago uh, with my wife uh, to Singapore, uh, coming from Europe. Of course, in Europe, uh, the healthcare system is socialized, so costs were never really a critical issue coming here to Singapore, where, of course, you have a lot of infrastructure, a lot of things that you can do. Maybe the healthcare system is really good, but bills are going to kind of blow up, right? Uh, you hear a bunch of horror stories about people having to pay large bills or being creative to avoid paying certain types of bills just because they don't have the right type of insurance. Uh, it's a bit of a shock, right? So, yeah, I think the first shock was having to internalize the fact that all of the costs were going to be through the private healthcare system and that uh, we might have to be paying most of the things out of pocket if we're not working directly with our private insurance. I had uh, insurance with my employer. Of course, they had somewhere in the, in the company's portals, they had information about the insurance, but it's not explicit. And I have actually had to go in and kind of look at how everything works. Uh, it took me about a year to really understand all the ins and outs of, of the insurance. And then, of course, you don't really realize that your coverage and the, and the caps on your coverage until you actually have you know, to actually visit the doctor right? or, or have a consultation. So I think one of the things was really just putting things in order or being responsible about things from the get-go just in case anything happens, right? Uh, at least when you talk to your employer, you know, you know you have insurance, but then you don't really know the level of coverage that you have. I think having visibility in those things are, are, is going to be really important for anyone coming into the, the country. It's clear to see that Pedro has had quite a shock with his experience with the healthcare system in Singapore. Luke, thank you for joining us today and for enlightening us on such an important topic. Firstly, let's start with a quick overview of the health systems in Hong Kong, Singapore and Thailand. What are the key characteristics that expats should be aware of? First and foremost, Asia, anywhere that's sort of an expat expat hub, um, I would always suggest that, that IPMI or international private medical insurance is, is a must. The reason I say that is because it's very difficult to navigate. So I guess uh, one of the main issues that you face um, sort of uh, in Asia, Singapore, Hong Kong, um, Thailand is the expectation that potentially it's, it, the, the medical system is the same or the healthcare system is the same as what you would expect back home. 
there are government facilities in, in all three countries. Um, Hong Kong and Singapore are actually very similar to in, in, in this respect. Um, Thailand's a little bit different. But um, there are government facilities. You can receive lower-cost um, treatment, um, lower-cost uh, health care, but it may not be the same experience as what you're used to back home. Look, it's also very important to note as well that, that, that Singapore and Hong Kong, I think Hong Kong is now second in the world in terms of um, the cost of uh, medical medical treatment. So I guess an expectation there is that the insurance costs do obviously have to follow that as well. Now, I did m- mention that Thailand was a little bit different. The reason I mentioned that is it's just not in the same boat in terms of pricing. There are expensive facilities there. It's not to say there aren't good facilities there. I mean, we've got the Bumrungrad, um, one of the one of the best facilities in the world, one of the best hospitals in the world. But on average, your your, your treatment um, or the the healthcare system costs are substantially lower than than your Singapore, your Hong Kong. And I guess in that respect as well, in terms of what the healthcare system looks like when referencing Thailand, is there's a lot of uh, the sort of med- medical travel. Um, basically, there, there's situations where even from Hong Kong, even from the Middle East, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, but over the last, say, three, four years, medical tourism has become quite popular because of the lower costs in Thailand. And it's kind of like a high high uh, treatment standard to, to, to cost ratio. So the, the treatment standards are quite high in, in comparison to the cost. Um, you do see a lot of people going over to, to Thailand from Hong Kong for executive health, health checks from the Middle East for various surgeries, from Singapore for this. That's something that can be expected as well in, in, in the Thai market. Um, you've mentioned one, in one of your first points that healthcare systems in Asia can be quite difficult to navigate. So what would be some of the key differences between healthcare in Asia and other regions such as in Europe or the United States? One of the main things there is is the uh, social systems or the, the the national healthcare systems. So, in the likes of you know the USA, Europe, basically there is there is a national healthcare system in the majority of these areas that supports not only the local nationals um, but also um, expats. So speaking from an expat, if I was an expat in the USA or in Europe, I would know that, okay, I am paying X to do with tax. This goes towards healthcare. I can go to XYZ as a national in the USA or Europe, obviously paying tax there. Tax is significantly higher typically in those areas than it is in these these expat expat hubs. And that higher tax then subsidizes the health system. In that respect, the need for for IPMI is, is just not there. Going back to sort of costs as well, because particularly Hong Kong and Singapore have been large financial centres and large expat hubs for some time, there has been sort of an ongoing or a legacy kind of requirement for, you know, sort of US or or European or whatever it might be, but experience. There has been the request for, um, you know, that kind of treatment experience. Now, because that's been happening for so many years, that's driven the costs of healthcare up. And uh, yeah, I mean, and even if you compare to other expat hubs like uh, like the UAE or, or the Middle East in general, you don't see the same sort of costs. And that's purely just because it's it's not as mature a market. But I dare say it does. It, it will start heading that way eventually. So going on to more concrete tips for expats, as an expat in Asia, having medical insurance is necessary, if not mandatory, but choosing the right, right one can be quite complex. So what tips would you give expats to make sure that they can find the right insurance for both themselves and their families? 
Well, I mean, first and foremost, my, my suggestion would be to contact a, a well-established broker. So, for example, if you're to contact Pacific Prime in advance, I would say as well. And basically, brokers such as Pacific Prime would then take down requirements. Um, it's important that these requirements are kind of determined very early on. Yeah. So essentially, if you get that advice up front, uh, you're very transparent up front. You're in touch with, you know, what I like to say is, is you know, your guy or your girl just like you would in the property market, then basically they can kind of guide you through uh, the next steps. But I stress that it's important to get in, in touch with um, some broker that's well-established. Indeed. Um, we've spoken as well a lot about the cost of healthcare, particularly in Asia. So what would be some of the most common mistakes that expats make when they're planning the healthcare budget? I guess the main one would probably be assuming that it's going to be the same costs as back home. I'm also from Australia. I can tell you the costs of private medical insurance in Australia compared to here in Hong Kong, um, compared to in Singapore, any of these major expat hubs, there's, there's just no comparison. Second of all, I'd probably also say that um, taking too long to research options as well. I think one of the most important things if you're moving to an area such as you know Southeast Asia is to research these options up front. Again, I go back to the first point there. It's, it's a, these are difficult, difficult markets to navigate. Um, so if you've got this out of the way, then basically you can kind of hit the ground running. And on top of that, I would also say that certain, certain benefits, for example, your maternity benefits, those kind of things do have waiting periods. Um, so it's always better to, to have these conversations as early as possible, as opposed to sort of waiting. Again, uh, dealing with an international broker, uh, it is possible to contact these brokers, such as Pacific Prime, outside of the country. You know, the design of these brokers is to essentially follow you from country to country. So if global brokers do follow your needs, follow your requirements and, and sort of set that up for you going forward. Third point would probably be um, the assumption that the, the local healthcare system and that the local insurance providers will provide the same sort of support that they might back home or be the same basically as, as they are back home. Because again, not to say anything is, is better or, or worse, it's just different. Adding on to what you've mentioned, I think it would also be quite important as well to check um, the cover that might be provided by your company. Sometimes it might not be sufficient cover. So like you say, you would then maybe need to go um, to either a broker or another expert and kind of ask for more advice and help. Um, but definitely research would be one of the key key points that an expat should do when moving to a different country. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, look, in that respect, that's something that we see quite regularly. You know, you move over on your given healthcare and you expect that it's it's going to cover everything. You know, you really need to, I guess that goes back to research as well. So you really need to look into it, see what you have and um, see if there's any gaps that need to be filled. What concrete advice would you give expats such as Pedro to save money on healthcare expenses in Hong Kong, Singapore and Thailand? I guess it all goes back to getting in touch with an expert. If you get in touch with, you know, Pacific Prime, you let them know your requirements, um, you let them know where you're moving, you let them know what kind of cover you're looking for, these kind of things. Basically, you know, the advice can be given by someone who's on the ground um, and has been doing it for a while. So it, it comes down to research. It comes down to finding your, your, your guy, your girl. Everyone's requirements are different. I agree. So just to summarize what you've mentioned, to find the right health insurance plan, anticipation is key. Um, doing your research, speaking to experienced advisors to find the right plan and cover, both for you and for your family. 
Um, and also discussing any requirements and budgets upfront will be key in helping save money in healthcare expenses. That's exactly right. Couldn't have said it better myself. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, Luke. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Not a problem. Thanks very much, Andrea. Thank you for listening to Abroad With Care. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss out on any health-related topics. Your friends may have the same questions as you, and you can help them out by sharing this episode with them. Do you want to know more regarding health insurance? April International is here for you. Find out more information at asia.april-international.com.